De ster van de stad, altijd dichtbij. RTV Maastricht. Very strange enchanted boy They say he wandered very far, very far Over land and sea A little shy And sad of But very wise was he And then one day A magic day he passed my way And while we spoke of many things Fools and kings This he said to me The greatest thing you ever learn is just to love and be loved in Welcome in another show of Student Radio Maastricht here at RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. You were just listening to Nature Boy from Nat King Cole. I'm Katinka, your host for tonight in the studio with my wonderful tech, Zaki, who's arranging all the music today. Hello, 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 hello. hello. Um, um, and some recordings because I have two amazing guests here with me in the studio, uh, Kimberly and Julianne. And then we have uh, one guest who could not make it in the studio today, Selena, but she did send us some recordings, so we're going to be listening to that as well, because, uh, uh, yeah, you guys have a lot of amazing things to say to us. We're going to talk about sustainable students, sustainable student life, sustainability, what you can do as a student in or around Maastricht uh, to make the world a better place, I guess. So, yeah, let me start. Well, I'm going to let you guys start with introducing yourselves. Kimberly, tell us uh, tell us all we need to know about you. 
Yes, hi, welcome everyone. Um, yeah, I'm Kimberly. I am from Germany. I'm currently here in Maastricht. I'm studying um, the master's program Sustainability Science Policy and Society. And um, yeah, this is just something to me. Um, I don't know. I decided to study sustainability because I think it's very important in our life at the moment. Um, we are facing a crisis, basically, and I'm just trying to contribute a little bit to it. And um, yeah, I'm just into the food business, um, mostly or the food system. So I'm trying to eat healthy, vegan or vegetarian. And um, yeah, just trying to limit my waste, I think, as well. All right. So a lot that you're doing uh, to be a sustainable student. Thank you, Julianne. What are, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. Hi, uh, I'm Julie. Um, yeah, uh, just as Kimberly, I study sustainability science, policy and society. And I'm from Germany also. And yeah, and I guess I started to become aware about sustainability topics when I did my gap year after school because I was a tourist guide at the North Sea at the Tidal Mudflats. And so we talked a lot about sustainability topics there and a lot about environmental issues. And that's why I started studying uh, environmental sciences for my bachelor's and I guess that's how I got into the whole sustainability thing. Yeah. And here we are. Uh, and you guys, we're going to talk a bit later as well about your thesis and some research that you guys did. And um, yeah, you can give us all the ins and outs about sustainability. Sustainable farming It was mainly for you too. Uh, we have a recording of Selena. So Zaki, if you can play that for us because she is um, also doing the same studies, I think, as you guys. But yeah, and a bit of a different uh, point of view, but let her first introduce herself. So, um, yeah, who is Selina? Hello, Katinka. Um, thank you for inviting me to the radio show. I'm very excited and happy to be here. Um, my name is Selina, and just like the two other girls, I'm also studying sustainability science, policy and society at Maastricht University. Um, and I came here last year in 2020 to follow this program because um, kind of my interest in sustainability sparked since like five years now. And uh, I think this interest also got fostered due to the visibility of the events happening around us, like for example, the wildfires in Greece or Turkey, or even the floods here in the Netherlands or in Belgium and Germany. Um, the visibility of such events that are so deeply connected to the cri climate crisis is what like drove my interest and also drove my motivation to pursue um, more action. Um, so what sustainability means to me is like very oriented um, on the uh, Brundtland definition of sustainable development so that I try with my own actions, I try not to limit the future generations possibilities to pursue the actions they want. I also want future generations to live in a world that's livable, that is nice, that they can enjoy like the environment, the nature, as we had the chance to do it like 10 years ago even. Um, so I think sustainability is a lot about reciprocity. It's a lot about um, uh, thinking about others, thinking about animals, thinking about future generations, thinking about um, friends and family and uh, yeah, the future of the planet. So um, this is, uh, yeah, this is about a lot about reciprocity, I think, and also a lot about forward looking, looking ahead, thinking in terms of solution and innovation 
And um, if we keep an optimistic mindset, I'd say that's a whole lot of contribution. So um, I try to contribute in, um, in terms of I, I started questioning my consumption patterns a lot. Um, I don't say that I'm perfectly um, living a sustainable life right now, but with every decision, um, if I'm consuming now uh, food or clothes, with every decision I make, I put like a lot of weight on the decision and think about it. So this is my uh, current contribution. But for the future, I also wish to be more active uh, in terms of like political concerns, like raising political concerns, and also um, yeah, making an impact um, on companies and also on politicians. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Kimberly, I saw you nodding during the recording of Selena. Uh, I think it was around the definition that she mentioned. Can you tell us something about it? Because I love what she's saying that sustainability is also about thinking of others, other people, other beings, other things, I guess. Can you tell us a bit more about what that meant to you when you were agreeing with that? <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, yeah, like the Brundtland definition was really like one of the first definitions about sustainability and especially about sustainable development. We discussed also in our courses and I think it's very valuable what she said or what the ideas about sustainability sustainability is really to looking forward and to really think about our futures but also the futures for the future generations so maybe our children or even the our grandchildren and um, yeah so I think this is kind of what what she meant and this is also what I'm thinking about because um, we don't know what will happen in 10 years maybe I'm then in my 30s I'm still quite young I would say so um, I still want to live a, a good life um, how how people lived the life till now so um, yeah I think that's just really what sustainability is about yeah it's about thinking about that future mm -hmm. and that's further away right mm -hmm. well we're going to talk some more about that uh, in a bit but first let's listen to our next song it's our dutch song of today which is a city is burning by kiteman so that is a dutch band uh, but this song is mainly in french but they are from utrecht um so yeah enjoy i also well i know what they're singing because i googled it but i don't speak french um, but I thought I love the title and the, the kind of vibe of this. And this is also the feeling that I always have when we talk about sustainability here in our shows. Or if I think about that myself, like, it's, you know, city's burning. We have to do something. We need to change something. So um, city is burning from Kreitman. Enjoy. Blazing wildly through our minds 
missionaries running through the night For the hood, for the hustlers, for the lost trust For the anti-violent souls getting nauseous the city is burning for the glory of chaos and creativity For that freedom of epiphany Yo, the other night this kiddo defied me Lil Thug talking about Illuminati Yo, I said nobody's listening Cause you ain't bringing arguments You talking about shit they doing in the parliament While this very fucking town is the place where we should start again You ain't part of the system, you're still part of man I told him to watch your hand Make people understand that they're made for crap They're not made to break promised land Let it burn, let voices be heard Let the flicker and flames of life spread the word Welcome back. You're still listening to Student Radio Maastricht here at RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. That was City is Burning from Kindman, our Dutch song of today. And uh, I'm Katinka, your host here with my tech Zaki and our wonderful guest Kimberly and Julianne and in the recording Selena. We have more recordings of her coming up in a bit. Um, yeah, we just listened to this song. And as our listeners know, we always chat during the songs here in the studio as well. Um, and I can't believe I just mentioned that this song is more about the political side of a city burning, not like in a natural way. Um, yeah, you had something to say. Can you repeat that maybe? Because I think it was an amazing comment you just uh, threw at me. Um, yeah, for sure. I just I just um, thought about sustainability, just what it actually means, of course, again, like the definition. And I think we, or sustainability, is built upon like the three pillars of sustainability. So you have the environmental side, the social side, and the economic side, or like the political ones as well, when you think about governance. And I was just asking what the um, city is burning, what they were singing about, because I cannot speak Dutch or French or yeah any other any other language and um, I think it's important to also think about the social part and the political part in the whole sustainability debate and not just focus on the environment because this is of course important but there are more issues to the to the um, sustainability problem yeah yeah, absolutely. It's beautiful. We're going to listen to a recording of Selena now about her interest in sustainability. And then I also want to know from uh, you guys here in the studio what, I mean, what is, why does it interest you so much? And, and especially why is it so important that we keep focusing on the sustainability? And then also not just the nature side, but all the other things. Um, but yeah, let's first listen to what Selena has to say about that. And in terms of sustainability living and that interest, I think. 
um, there was a phase in my life, I think it was two years ago. Um, I think it was after I finished my bachelor. I had like one month off where I started watching these Netflix documentaries. It was about food consumption. And um, that was kind of the point of departure where I started questioning my diet. So I had like one month where I totally immersed myself into the topic because I was so interested. And these documentaries were only like a point of departure for me. So I searched for further readings about it, for further documentaries, and also spoke to people that knew about it back then um, to get like more information. And um, that was also coupled with the travels I've done in the beginning of 2020 to South America, um, where I saw people like not distant from their whole food consumption and production so they consumed um, food that they kind of produced or that they were close with the whole time and they did it in very conscious ways they were very responsible with their resources and with their goods um, and that uh, despite they had like not that much as we have here in like the western world I'd say so these two um, developments had a really great influence on my own diet or in, on the thinking process about my own diet. And I went fully vegan last year in September. And what I can really recommend is to surround yourself with people that have also the same mindset to maybe exchange recipes, to cook together, to having fun together while doing it. Um, yeah, because it can really serve as an inspiration and it might make like the way the transition phase from other diets like a bit easier, I'd say. And in terms of what impact it has or what contribution it has, um, I think placing weight on the decision every day of what we consume, not only in terms of food, but also in terms of other products, is really making an impact. Um, I also struggle with it every day that I say, like, is my own individual action really making an impact? But collectively, on a bigger scale, we really can have an impact together. So I always need to keep in mind um, that it is the case. And also I have some weak moments and that's totally normal and everyone's struggling. But I think if we do remember that we have a choice every day, um, that this can have an impact. Yes, yeah, good to hear that some other people out there are also just human beings and cannot live a perfect life. Uh, but amazing, yeah. Um, Julianne, can you tell us a bit more, maybe elaborate on something that Selena said or how that is for you? Why is why is the sustainability so important and why is it so important that we keep focusing on what we can do? Um, yeah, I guess uh, a point that I really want to... Uh, emphasize on that Selena pointed out is that you don't you don't have to be immediately perfect and you don't have to re radically change everything immediately um it's just about the little things that, that makes it much easier that you start thinking about your food consumption and then maybe you stop uh, you substitute your meat uh, once or twice a week with uh, veggies and then you can go through it if you want to, then you think about yeah how many clothes you buy and how often, and that kind of stuff uh, is already a start, and it's much easier to get 
comfortable with these kinds of topics because nobody likes to hear that everything that you're doing is basically wrong and terrible for the planet. But it's really the little things that, yeah, help people get it get more comfortable. And yes, it's really important because, um, yeah, as we just heard in the news recently or had or heard all the all this year. Uh, things are not great. The IPCC report that recently came out really tells us we don't have time to joke around anymore. So, yeah, something has to be done. Yeah, definitely. So what are you doing? Is there something, maybe something new that you're doing right now? Because I totally agree with that. We did, I think, uh, I'm looking at you, Zaki. It was in January? Yeah, it was in January. We did a show about Veganuary. Um, yes, I do remember that. Yes, we did do that show. Yes, that that was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing. And also, I think we concluded in that show that take it one step at a time. You don't have to go full on vegan today, uh, especially not if you're still eating meat. It's it's a huge step. Like just take a step every day. Think about one thing to change, and when you got used to that, you can change another thing. Uh, but yeah, what I wanted to ask you, Julian, what are you doing right now? Is there something new that you're doing now to take that next step in your um, sustainability? Well, I guess I drastically uh, reduced my meat consumption over the last few years anyway. But uh, I have a friend now who recently turned fully vegan for health reasons, but also, of course, for environmental reasons. And so we started cooking together a lot more. And that way I kind of got acquainted more with uh, nice vegan recipes, which I always was aware about, but did not really cook for myself all that often. So that's recently what I'm doing, what's quite new. Um, Also, I started basically buying all my clothes uh, secondhand, or if if it's not possible to buy secondhand, to at least look at the sustainability performance of the uh, brand I'm buying. So, and I just recently noticed that, yeah, my closet is basically now all secondhand or from a sustainability brand so yeah that's that's quite exciting <laughs> yeah awesome uh i was there for you Kimberly, quickly before we go into the next song uh, which is a song that you chose as well um anything new that you are doing these days or maybe something that you recently discovered that we can do to work on our sustainability um i don't know like i think like i agree to a lot of things which have already been said from um from everyone and uh, i think it's really like also what um, juliana just said it's really you still have to be comfortable and you are so used to your old structures or your old habits so don't feel too pressured if you're in this change um just take small steps see if you're comfortable and then just take maybe another step and see if this still works for you. And um, I think it's just in general, like the little things, just take a bag with you, take your reusable cup when you get coffee, um, try to reuse your packaging waste, um, try these vegan diets or like vegan meals, vegetarian meals, and just really go along with the process and just enjoy it. I think um, I think nobody actually feels bad in this change after all when looking back and when starting and yeah, stay interested. All right, awesome. We're going to go into our next song, uh, which was one that you chose, Kimberly. So, yeah, I'm going to let you introduce it. What are we going to listen to? Yeah, um, I was just thinking about um, Michael Jackson's Earth song. So um, I think everyone knows it and enjoy.
You're listening to Studio Radio Maastricht here at RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. We are talking uh, about sustainability and specifically sustainable students and sustainable student life. Um, thank you, Kimberly, for that uh, song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that welcome. song. doesn't matter how old it is. It's uh, still amazing to listen to that. Um, yeah, I want to know more about your thesis. Who wants to start? Julianne, Kimberly? Yeah, okay, Julianne. Okay, All right. Tell us what was your thesis and research about? What did you discover? What can you tell us? 
Um, well, I'm still writing, so I, I, I'm being careful about the results, but uh, I'm writing about the European Common Agriculture Policy and more importantly about the English Agriculture Policy after Brexit. Mm. As the um, English government announced a huge change uh, phasing out direct payments to farmers, which are basically area-based subsidies. Um, and putting the environment and yeah the reward for the provision of a healthy environment basically in the center of the policy and i am basically discussing or looking at if that's actually a model that could be useful also for the european union because the common agriculture policy is really known as one of the most complicated huge policies that has a that has a huge budget and is uh, very complicated and has been called also unfair to the farmers, especially small farmers, and really yeah. exacerbating the environmental problems we have in Europe. Yeah, I think that's also very connected, right? Because as the um, environment changes and the climate changes, makes life so hard for farmers as well. Exactly, yeah. Uh, farming, the farming community in Europe is, is really, yeah, on its brink, they're exhausted. I, I can speak from my own experience because I started farming <laughs> this year in my garden and it's been a complete disaster because of the weather. Like I cannot imagine how you would be able to survive that with when you have an actual farm, right? I have like 60 square meters where I'm trying to grow like beets and carrots, but <laughs> it's different for farmers. Well, it's super interesting. Um, yeah, tell us a bit more about that later. Kimberly, first, because your, your topic was connected or is kind of like connected to that, right? Can you tell us some more about your thesis? You handed it in yesterday. Well, so. <laughs> yeah, I handed it in like for feedback. It's not, the, it's the final draft, but it's not the final version, I would say. Um, yeah, I'm actually kind of combining these two things. So I'm actually looking into um, urban farming communities. So um, actually where you are also part of with your yes. garden. Um, that's how we met. That's how, how we, we know met. Each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, what I'm looking into is um, basically using these farming communities as a new farm um a new sorry like as a new um way of farming and maybe also the future because as um Juliana just said our food system is changing um the farmers yeah they are struggling so i'm looking into how um actually like private um persons can maybe um work together and like buy some some land and then farm their own vegetables there it's called community supported agriculture and i'm actually looking into the topic of if this community is um, also influencing um, their members outside um, the scope of the community. So, for example, like spillover effects, I'm looking into, um, for example, if members are talking about sustainability issues, they get more knowledge that they then also say, okay, um, I want to change something in my private life outside the scope of the community. So this is kind of what I'm <laughs> looking into. And um, it's yeah. also very interesting. Yeah. It's very connected. Uh, Julianne, in, in the, the fundings that you were talking about, um, is that just for like b farms and farming or is it also something to be able to build up communities like the ones that Kimberly researched? Um, I think it's really mostly for professional farmers, those that really are providing the food, but uh, that doesn't mean that they are not working on building systems and collaboration between farmers and helping each other out and uh, building farming systems. 
Yeah, cool. Because this is also something I can really, you went to the commu- farming, com- well, farming communities that are the urban yeah, farming community urban. that I'm a part of, um, which I think you joined very much. You were there. It was amazing, yeah. On like the really best nice. day of <laughs> this year as well. Uh, but that is also a project that is possible because of funding, because <laughs> the, the municipality said, okay, you guys could have this piece of ground for like eight years, I think it is. So I don't pay a lot to be able to have a farm there, but you can grow so many things. Like there's my neighbor farmers <laughs> there. They have a huge garden. So much food is coming out of that, which they are giving away as well. Like everything that they are not able to eat, um, they just give it away to neighbors, to families that don't have a lot of money and can use these veggies and anything that is also um, yeah, amazing. It really grows your community. And I think, uh, Julian, would you... Uh, researching is that on a way bigger scale right exactly farming for society yeah the policy is mostly for farmers uh, five uh, that are um, taking care of five hectares or well well beyond that so yeah Yeah, and i think the brexit is such a such a thing (laughs) in this uh And so, because I know people that live in England and that's something that right after the Brexit disappeared first was like the the lettuce. Like, okay, there's no lettuce in the (laughs) stores anymore because we're not part of EU and we cannot get like fresh food anymore. Hmm. So yeah, very complicated. Uh, We're going to listen to a song, which is Selena's song actually. And then we're going to listen to a recording of her and she's going to tell us uh, some more about her thesis and her research. Um, But first, the song that she chose is Royals from Lorde. So enjoy. I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies And I'm not proud of my address In a torn up town, no postcode envy But every song's like cold teeth, grey goose Dripping in the bathroom, bloodstains, ball gowns Trash in the hotel room, we don't care We're driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like crystal, Maybach Diamonds on your timepiece, jet planes, islands Tigers on a gold leash, we don't care We aren't caught up in your love affair And we'll never be royals It's a running out of blood That kind of love's just ain't for us We crave a different kind of buzz Let me be your ruler Friends and I, we've cracked the code We count our dollars on the train to the party And everyone who knows us knows That we're fine with this We didn't come for money But every song's like gold teeth, grey goose Dripping in the bathroom, bloodstains, ball gowns Trash in the hotel room, we don't care Driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like crystal Maybach Diamonds on your timepiece Jet planes, islands Tigers on a gold leash We don't care We aren't caught up in your love affair And we'll never be royals Royals. It's a running out of blood That kind of love's just ain't for us We crave a different kind of buzz Let me be your ruler Ruler 
love this song. Royals from, did I pronounce that wrongly? Is it Lord? 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 Yeah, Lord. All right. Royals from Lord. Welcome back to our sustainability student show. You're still listening to Student Radio Maastricht here at RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. I'm Katinka, your host for tonight here in the studio with my wonderful tech Zeki, my amazing guests Kimberly and Julie and our Selena. Our guest is not here, but she is in our system in MP3 recordings that she sent us. Um, so we're also going to listen to one of her right now, where she explains us a bit more about her, her thesis and yeah, her research, which is also about sustainability, but she had a bit of a different topic. My thesis topic concerned um, alternative approaches to fashion production and consumption, um, because now the fashion industry is dominated largely by fast fashion brands that have detrimental effects for on the humans, like the garment workers in the industry and on the planet due to massive water uptake, pollution, fertilizer use, um, relying on scarce resources such as oil and so on. So it requires alternative approaches to fashion and one of it being do-it-yourself, like um, people that decide to produce and consume simultaneously. Um, so I looked at DIY, I looked at the motivations and the reasons why people engage in such a um, consumption and production activity. Um, I investigated whether this um, practices underlay um, pro-environmental or pro-social attitudes, if the people want to raise like political concerns through their actions. Um, and a specific or a major part of my study was also to investigate the role of social media. And I investigated the realm of Instagram and Instagram communities and how they can, uh, how the members of such communities can empower each other, not only psychologically, but also in terms of development of the skills that are needed to um, do your clothes on your own. Um, so I investigated how people rely on social media um, to search for information, to gain knowledge, to have like inspiration and to see others and are empowered by them and so on. Um, in this realm, I also investigated why people choose to consume or um, produce content um, that is related to DIY fashion production. And the findings were really interesting and I hope to derive like implications for society that can foster DIY as an alternative um, way of fashion production and consumption. Um, so far I did like interviews and I also did a survey in Instagram. I had like really nice and a lot of feedback um, and the interviews were very inspiring. I learned a lot about um, like the sustainability and the materials that are used from the DIYers. And what I can say so far is that a lot of them relied on the online community and a lot of them are pursuing DIY because they saw others do it as well. Uh, so that was a very interesting insight. And um, yeah, like uh, that's a very short and brief description about what I did. But if you want to know more about my study, I'm very happy to share the results with you. Well, I'm definitely going to get back uh, to you on that, Selena, because I think this is super interesting. And I also think it's amazing. So underestimated how 
a big of an impact uh, fashion has on the environment, but also like the world. If we talk about more political sustainability, fast fashion doesn't rank too high in the this is good skill, <laughs> I would say. Also something that I yeah have been busy with this last year. I think Corona, oh, the lockdowns really triggered that with me, started sewing my own clothes. Also, obviously the, the garden we just talked about. Mm -hmm. um, Kimberly, you have some ideas as well, right, on DIY projects and how you can work on sustainability with that. Yeah, I think it was very interesting what, what uh, Selena was saying about becoming kind of your own producer so that you're not really yeah. depending on the big uh, conventional system um, anymore. Um, like in fashion, but also like when we go back to the food system as well, like you are basically, you can provide for yourself and you, you grow your own vegetables so you can really go to your garden where you grew it yourself. You have a kind of a bond with it maybe even and you really taste the difference and then you really go home and say, wow, this is really so cool that I did this myself and I think this is so so nice as well and you are just in general more connected to nature you learn um, about different things you maybe also try out different vegetables which you don't really see normally in the in the supermarket and I think this is really what maybe a project is as well for more people or you get I don't know yeah some herbs in your balcony that you can um, have fresh herbs um, for your meals and um, yeah I'm I think this is maybe some nice DIY um, inspirations as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you can give me all the tips that you have because I need them. I'm going to make pickles for the first time in my life because my cucumbers yeah. are too sour. <laughs> but also because they're a different type of cucumber, right? It's like yeah, not exactly. something that you mm -hmm. get in the supermarket because there's so much to discover in the veggie world. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Julianne, quickly before our next song, any DIY things that you did or discovered or want to share with us? Uh, I, I just realized like uh, the educational uh, perspective is so important in the DIY because yeah, like we're in such a globalized world, world and we're so detached from production. And if you're making your own clothes and you may realize what that actually means when you buy them for three years in a shop otherwise or yeah. I also have a community garden from the program and uh, we're not producing all that much we're very happy we had a few uh, zucchinis uh, <laughs> a few days ago but just uh, spending all the time there weeding planting and just realizing how much effort and mm -hmm. and uh, yeah soul goes into that it's just yeah is making you more aware of all the work does, that's actually going into our food or clothes or basically any product. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. It's, that's, I think it's exactly that, that disconnect that mm -hmm. is kind of what our capitalistic system mm -hmm. <laughs> is built on, right? That yeah. we don't know where it's coming from anymore and we don't know how much things actually cost. We're so disconnected from the things that we wear or use or even with politics, if we talk about that, like nobody knows what the fuck's going on up there, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> it's yeah, such exactly. a vague yeah. concept. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you um, for all the insights. We're gonna um, we're gonna listen to another song, which is just I wanted to have a cute song in the show as well. <laughs> so that's why I chose this. It's "Sunshine and Roses" from Ella Harp. And after that, yeah, we're gonna wrap up the show with some tips and tricks because I'm very curious what you guys have to share with us on uh, on how to work on our sustainability. But first, "Sunshine and Roses" from Ella Harp. Spend my time and if I'm 
from Ella Harp. Welcome back to the last part of our Sustainable Student Show. You're still listening to Student Radio Maastricht here at RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. I am still Katinka, still here with Zaki, Kimberly and Julianne in the studio and we have our Selena here in the recordings. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna end with some tips and tricks on how to start working on your sustainability. What can you do as a student? either in Maastricht or basically anywhere else in the world, um, if you want to start working on that sustainability, and that is both for the environment, for your own health, for the future, um, on all the levels. Um, so let's start with the recording of Selena. She just told us about her uh, thesis project in the sustainable fashion and that she uh, researched and the DIY projects. She has a lot of tips for us on where to find more information about that. So if you want to start it with that, um, yeah, Selena, tell us, tell us all about it. Uh, in terms of tips and tricks um, relating to uh, fashion production and consumption, I can really recommend as a point of departure to get more informed about current fashion practices. Um, I can recommend the documentary The True Cost, I believe it's on YouTube, uh, to get just more information about the fast fashion brands and their consequences and their current practices. 
Um, if you're also interested in it, you can Google like the sustainability reports from bigger fashion brands. They are currently kind of opening up and disclosing some of the information of their supply chains. Um, but there are, of course, other alternatives than um, buying items from fast fashion. There is also Uh, the possibility of secondhand shopping or vintage shopping. Um, there's also the application called Vinted where you can resell or buy um, items that you don't want to have anymore or that you want to acquire but not not um, a new. So this is a good way as well. Then there are models coming up where a collaborative use is like um, pursued. Um, so there is there are some platforms where you can like borrow um, dresses or t-shirts or whatever and then give them back so that another person can use it and um, yeah then there is of course DIY what I said um, it requires um, skills it requires also materials um, but from I've what I've got to learn through my Uh, master thesis is that online communities can be very helpful. Instagram is a perfect tool to um, provide information and also inspiration on that. Uh, the community is very kind and lovely and um, very eager to help. Um, so if you search for hashtags um, such as me made may, um, which is an initiative on Instagram that um, is concerned for the month May to just make yourself clothing. Um, there you can like then search for profiles that are connected to it. Um, so that's a very good alternative. There's also um, the Instagram page Craftivists, which is a combination of craft and activism. So they are also offering so much information about uh, DIY, about fashion, but also about activism. And I think that is like a very nice tool to get like some more information and a point of departure, of course. And I think what we can do as, student, as students with less financial means is just being informed and placing a high weight on our decision and make informed decisions. And that is, of course, a lot better than doing nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, that's a lot of information already on what we can do uh, about our sustainability, how you can work in sustainability, especially in the DIY and fast fashion scenes. Also something I stopped Hashtag stop fast fashion, no more fast fashion, <laughs> something I started doing uh, last year. Um, yeah, what can you guys still tell us? Kimberly, Juliana wants to start. <laughs> um, I mean, Selina made so many great points, but I really second the uh, social media and joining groups there. There's so many groups uh, called sharing, caring, or where you can exchange or exchange stuff for free so people are really kind on there so that's a great way to get started with all of this and um, there's also really great student initiatives there that are concerned with sustainability causes are concerned with uh, social responsibility of entrepreneurships uh, starting their own project so if that's something you're interested in it's a great way to join a group like this and, and do you have any specific groups here in Maastricht that you know of? Um, I think Enactus is quite active here and they're, they're a huge student initiative. They're basically global. So All right. they, that would be an awesome. Uh, <laughs> Great way to connect to other sustainable students. 
Um, yeah. Thank you, Julia and Kimberly. Do you have anything? I mean, it's a lot already that it's we mentioned. Lot, yeah. uh, anything that we missed, or maybe another um, awesome hashtag that you know of that we can find these tips and tricks on? Um, yeah, the hashtags. Um, yeah, of course, I'm on Instagram, but I don't know about the specific hashtags actually. But I think in general, it's just um, also more about yeah about your own sustainability as well, about your own mental health. There's, I think, if you're more aware of these issues and if you're yeah, educating yourself, you can also like I don't know. There's a new thing which is called climate anxiety. Actually, that people are fe feeling so threatened and they really don't find a way out of it but I think we have to stay positive and we have to do something so also just take it day by day um, I don't know try journaling try to have a routine in the morning maybe don't look at your phone in the first hour of the day um, that's actually what I started to do especially with COVID as well mm -hmm. um, I think you can do a lot of things there and also just um, what Selena was mentioning about the sharing economy I think this is really maybe a, a new way to go um, to really do like um, I don't know, like, um, we already have it, actually. We have these uh, drive now where you in some cities um, share cars or you have Airbnb or, like, couch surfing or something. So it's actually a lot happening. Um, if you really pay close attention to it, I think there is a lot of things what you can do to enhance your sustainability in your life. Yeah, beautiful. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks, Kimberly. Thanks, Julianne. And thank you, Selena, for joining us either here in the studio or on the recordings. Um, yeah, it's a lot of information. Uh, and I think there's obviously a lot that people are doing already. It's always something that you can do. So even, like you said, go couchsurfing or airbnb instead of booking like a big fancy hotel. Mm -hmm. Also, these things matter. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys for all the tips and tricks. I'm definitely going to listen back to the show because it has been so much, but uh, <laughs> it'll be online so everybody can listen back to it and get these tips out there. Um, for the cultural agenda, we don't have a lot because next week is income. So we're going to be talking about the income in our radio show. We'll give you guys some recordings of the income live as well and uh, tell everybody about uh, Maastricht and what we can do here. Thanks for tuning in again today. And for our last song, we're going to listen to Sustainability from Rafi. Enjoy this last song. Uh, anything I miss, Aki? Or was that it? I think that was about it, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for doing tech, an amazing job on tech again. Oh, I always love being and doing tech. I'll see you next week as well. Bye-bye. <laughs> on and on and on. Sustainability. The more we get together. Sustainable. Respectful love. Diversity. Sustain. Caring community. Sustain. Conscious parenting. Emotional intelligence. Nonviolence. Safe environments. Ethical commerce. Sustainability. On and on and on. Sustainability. Power to the people. Mm, honoring the children. Sustainability. Love for generations. Kindness and compassion.
nation Sustainability Restoring every nation mm, On and on